Welcome to episode 132 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today is an important podcast episode. Today, I'm going to talk about when my Instagram account was hacked. It was taken over. It was hacked. I can no longer get into it. I'm going to explain all the details in a moment. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All righty. You might want to take some notes on this one too. And this might be an episode where you take a lot of notes, or maybe you just listen and think to yourself, thank goodness this did not happen to me. In either case, it's an important episode because I detail exactly what happened when my Instagram account got hacked. It got taken over. I no longer have access to it. Maybe I will one day. I don't know, but I definitely do not now. And how to find out when this happens, how to find out what to do, where to go, who can help you, all of that sort of thing, and especially what not to do. So important things to do and also not to do. All right. I have a lot of notes on this one. Okay. So how in the world did this happen? Well, first of all, I'm not 100% sure, but I do know that loads and loads, thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of Instagram accounts alone have been hacked in the past few months. It is happening everywhere, or so it seems. And it is possible, I do not recall this at all, and this does not really sound like me, but it is possible that I clicked on something to vote on something inside a DM from someone. I have heard two different people say that they received a DM from me that I did not send from the Instagram account that got taken over. They received a DM from me with a picture of somebody holding an animal. That wasn't me. I don't own any animals right now. A picture of somebody holding an animal. I guess the head was cut off. And it said, oh, you know, I'm trying to win this contest. Could you please vote for me? I only need a few more votes, something like that. Well, I don't own any animals. I don't enter any contests like that. I don't do any contests like that. And I certainly am not going to DM everybody under the sun to vote for me for anything. I've never done that. That's just not me. And it wasn't me. And I had two separate people say, did you send me this DM? And I thought, well, no, what? No, that's not me. And then when I went to that account, I couldn't even get in the account. So that's how I knew that the account was taken over. I certainly do not recall voting on anyone else's DMs. If I did, I guess that's how it got taken over. But I do not remember anything like that. So possibly that's how mine got taken over. And if yours or someone else's has been taken over, maybe that's how it happened. 
So there's a virus, you know, in there and it locks you out of your account immediately. And then whoever takes it over can do whatever they want with the account. So they can change your username. They can change your passwords. They can change the emails. They can delete all of your data. They can start posting new things on your account, you know, just like it's their account because they have now hacked into your account and it's kind of like they own it. So they've taken it over and they can do whatever they want or so it seems. Now, how do you know that the account is hacked? Okay, so when you try to log in, and whether this is Instagram or any other social media platform, they all work the same way. When you try to log in, you can no longer log in. It's saying that the email and password don't match or the username and, and password don't match. And you try everything, you know, the, all the typical ways that you would ordinarily log into your account, but you can't. And you may also notice that the email for that account has changed and you're not the one who changed it. They could even change the actual username for the account. And they probably changed it, if they changed it, they probably changed it to something that was very similar to your old one so that you wouldn't notice right away. And if they changed an email, they also probably changed the email to an email that was similar so that you didn't notice it right away. So it'll be like one letter off, that type of thing. Or maybe they'll add an underscore to the username when there was no underscore before. Now, something that you can do to protect your account is to use two-factor authentication. And you can certainly Google this information. And because there have been lots of security breaches over the past several years, people have definitely recommended that you use two-factor authentication with everything, with getting into your bank accounts, get credit cards, all of your you know, online accounts, like all of your social media accounts, anything like that, anything where you're getting into your stuff through the internet. It is recommended that you have two-factor authentication. So what that means is you cannot just bam, automatically get in. You go to log in and then a code or something or other will be sent to you. It will either be texted to you or it will be emailed to you depending on the situation. Or maybe you'll use an authenticator app and that will give the code that you then need to use for the second factor of the two-factor authentication to log in. So the first factor, the first step is to log in like you normally would with your username and your password or your email and your password or your phone number and your password, however you would ordinarily log in. Then you will get a code. Now, whether that code is a word, whether it's six digits, whether it's eight digits, whatever it is will differ on the type of platform that you're logging into, but there will be a second step. And what happened with me is I did have my two-factor authentication on, but when my account was hacked, I was supposed to receive a six-digit code texted to me. And when I would check my phone, there were no texts there. I wasn't receiving any six-digit code anywhere. I, it wasn't emailed to me. It was not texted to me. 
I tried to use Google Authenticator like it said to use. I couldn't do it. It said that I could log in with backup codes, but I didn't have any backup codes. When I set up the two-factor authentication, I don't remember seeing any backup codes. I certainly don't have them now. If I ever had them, I don't have them now. I don't have access to them. And evidently, I can't get access to them. So even with two-factor authentication, I have no way of getting into my account. So if you turned on two-factor authentication, you have to enable it. It's not going to happen automatically. And if you turn it on, that means that there's going to be two steps that you take to logging in. One is how you would ordinarily log in. And the second step is with a code of some sort. So that's how you'll know if it's hacked or not. If you're using all of the information that you've always had, that you've always used to log in, and now all of a sudden you can no longer log in. And if you look, particularly with Instagram, if you look very carefully, you can see a little bit. They don't show you the whole thing, but you can see a little bit of the emails associated with the account. And if you count the characters, they might have changed your email to be one character off so that you don't notice it right away. So that's something to look for. Now, the next thing I want you to think about is what do you do? Now, if you notice that this happened, what in the world do you do? Well, first of all, if your account is not hacked, please go ahead and think about adding two-factor authentication. And when you do, look for those back codes that you're supposed to get and make sure you record every one. Write them down, take a screenshot, do whatever you've got to do to make sure that you've got those back codes because that will get you in when the other six-digit code that you very likely are never going to receive if your account is hacked, that will allow you into your account and you can gain control over your account again. So think about enabling two-factor authentication. Then also, I would very seriously consider changing all of your passwords to all of your other accounts to access all of your things. Okay. So, you know, none of these passwords should be the same. So you should have a separate password to get into your bank, a separate one to get into your, you know, social media accounts, a separate one to get into wherever else you have to get into. So you should change all of those passwords. I did that. And then, of course, you have to record all of those new passwords that you changed. And please remember, that whatever passwords you're using, don't use your name. Don't use your children's names. Don't use other people's names as part of a password. Don't use your dog's name as part of a password. Don't use things that people could easily figure out. It should be something that's very difficult to remember. It should be something that's very difficult to figure out. That's why it's a password to get into something that's important. So I would think about doing that. I would think very seriously about doing that. Also, remember about the back codes. If you cannot access your account, try using those back codes. And I think that there are eight digits. You can also contact Instagram or whatever social media platform it is, contact the support, explain what happened with as much detail as you can. Provide as much possible information as you can. 
then they may email you with some next steps and then do that thing. Whatever they tell you to do, do that. But I would also pay very close attention to make sure that the email really is coming from them. So, you know, really look at that. And you might need to do some online research. Now, be careful about this because hackers have access to all of the same YouTube videos that you have access to. They have access to all of those same tutorials. So just because you see how to do something online doesn't mean that the hackers are not one or two steps ahead of you. But you could certainly try that as well. You can also email your list about what happened. Tell them what happened because that's a great public service for them that you're providing a really important bit of information there to safeguard them. And if there's an additional account that you want them to now follow, tell them about it. Okay. If you want them to stop following the other account, tell them. If you want them to follow a new account, tell them and hyperlink that new account inside the email so that all they have to do is click it and now follow it. Remember that you've got to add the link. You've got to make it easy for people to go and do what you want them to. Even if somebody is on your list, you know, they know you, they like you, they trust you, they're on your list. And even if they open up that email and read it, if you have not linked that new account for them so that all they have to do is click the link inside the email, it is very unlikely that they're going to go to their phone and open up their social media platform and find you online or type in the new one. That is just not going to happen. So you need to link it. You need to make it easy for people to find you. Make it very easy. You're also going to need to tell people more than once. One email is not going to do it. One Facebook Live is not going to do it. One Instagram Live is not going to do it. You need to tell them more than once. And you need to be very diligent about making sure that you're providing a link to help them. So for example, if you're doing a Facebook story, you should add the exact link that you want them to go to. So you need to provide multiple opportunities for them to follow you. They might not read that one email that you send out. They might not see that Facebook Live. They might not know that you went on your new Instagram and detailed everything. Maybe they weren't following that account yet because they didn't know about that account. You've got to provide them multiple opportunities to get to where you want them to go, to get to that new account. I think it's also really important that you do this next thing, but I've got a big caution on this too, okay? So I think it's important that you post on social media, on each of the platforms that people follow you on. I think it would be really helpful and very important and kind of like a PSA, public service announcement, to anybody who sees it about what happened and about how they can safeguard their accounts. However, remember that hackers are out there and the hackers are going to see you post these posts as well. And they are very likely going to comment on the post and they're going to say, oh, all you have to do is go to this email and that person will help you. No, 
do not go to that email. That is a hacker giving you false information who just now wants your email and they want to put a virus in your email or they want to take over additional accounts. No, don't do any of those things. In fact, when anyone comments on the post that you put out and says something like, oh, this happened to me too, and all you have to do is go to this person, and it's always a weird name and a very weird username on the account or a very odd email, it all looks very sketchy because it is. When they do that, you should look who sent it. You should report them on whatever platform they posted. You should block them. You should hide all future posts from them, and you should delete their comment. All of those things. Do not leave the comments there. You need to keep an eye out. Maybe it'll be a few hours, but you need to keep an eye out for anyone who comments on your post. I still think it's important to help your audience. I do. But these people, these hackers will put hacking types of really false, hurtful, harmful comments that are disguised in helpful comment language. They will put them as comments on your post trying to help your audience. So you've got to keep an eye out for that. You've got to block these people. You've got to report them and then also delete their comments. Absolutely do that. Now, this last part is something that you might not be anticipating. Why shouldn't any of this matter? Why shouldn't it matter if your social media account gets hacked? Is it a pain? Absolutely. Can you feel violated? Yes, I 100% felt violated, 100%. I cried. I was very upset. Does it really matter in the scheme of life? Absolutely not. Is it going to negatively reflect me or my bottom line of my business? No. This is why nothing like this should ever matter with your business. Number one, you should be selling via your website. That's what your website is for. Your website is a central hub where all of your followers, your audience, your people should be going day after day, time after time to get all of the help, the support, the encouragement to get everything that they want and need from you. They should be going to your website all the time. You should not be, even though you can, selling on social media platforms, in my opinion. And this is a perfect reason why. You don't own the platform. You can't control the platform. And for example, If I relied on Instagram for my business, I don't, very a very small percentage, like maybe 2%, I think, of my sales have ever come from Instagram. So I don't rely on Instagram for my business. But if I did, and then my Instagram account got hacked, now how am I going to make money? Now, all of a sudden, I go from being able to make as much money as I want to, oh my God, now I can't make any money. Well, That is completely preventable. If you simply don't sell on those platforms or don't solely rely on those platforms and you sell from your website, you don't have a problem with that. You can only control your website and your email list. You don't own these social media platforms and you cannot control them. 
And even if nobody hacks into your account, and I hope that nobody ever does, the reality is that because you don't own these platforms, if you do anything that is against the terms of service of any of the platforms, they can ban you from the platform. They can delete your account entirely. They can do away with your account. So even if you don't get hacked, you can still lose your account. It's not yours. You are building on borrowed land. You do not own the platform. It's really, really important to think about that. You get to use these platforms for free. Something else to think about is having a business will always bring with it unexpected events. Some are going to be great. Some are going to be not so great. And some might be something like this, where you thought you had all the safeguards in place and it still happened. So you have to have your eggs, not in one basket, in a whole bunch of baskets. You have to, I've always said this, have multiple streams of revenue. Then if one of those streams of revenue goes dry or starts to dry up, that's okay. You can still run your business. You can still pay your bills. You can still grow your business and you will go on and thrive because you are not going to rely on one platform or any one place for your revenue. You should always, I'm going to remind you, you should always use passwords that are not obvious, that are not obvious, that are not obvious to anybody, not even you. You're going to have to use passwords like that. Don't use things that people would typically think that you would use for a password. You know what I'm saying. And the biggest thing to remember is even though you can do something, doesn't mean you should. Even though you can sell on Instagram, doesn't mean you should because you don't own it and you don't control it. Just because you can sell on Facebook or you can have pins that, you know, people can buy things from you on Pinterest, doesn't mean you should. Once again, you don't own the platforms. You cannot control them. So the idea behind the social media platforms is to be social. All of this business stuff is extra gravy that we get to benefit from. But the people who own the platforms, of course, want you to stay on the platforms. Of course they do. The longer you're there, the longer you're going to be buying from other people on the platform. Just like the longer the people are on your website, the more likely it is that they're going to buy from you. That is a fact. So, of course, the social media platform people, they want you to stay on their platforms. And they're going to do everything they can to make it very easy for people to buy from you on that platform, which is great for the buyers. But it's not great for anybody if now all of a sudden you don't have an account on that platform. All right. So, who are these hackers? In my opinion, they're people with no lives who want what you've got. Where do they live? They live everywhere. They live in every town, every city, every country, every continent. They speak every language. They're on every hemisphere. They literally are everywhere. When will they stop? Never. This is not something new. People's online everything have been hacked since online began, I guess. 
And unfortunately, these people have lots of free time. I guess it will continue. Maybe this exact instance will not continue. I hope Instagram gets a handle on this. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe it'll be a different platform. Maybe it'll still be this platform or every platform with some other type of event. But it will happen again. So this is not just a this time in history event. These types of things have happened many, many times before, and they will occur again. So when should you stop your business? When should you be sidelined by these hackers? Never. Stop your business or don't stop your business. But if you quit, please don't quit because somebody hacked into one social media account of yours. If you decide to quit your business, please don't make it because you had one unfortunate thing happen. The difference between success and failure is giving up. Quitting is the easiest thing in the world to do. Anybody can do it. Anybody can quit. There's nothing special about quitting. People do it every single day. But you know what everybody doesn't do? Everybody does not have a successful business. Everybody isn't a successful entrepreneur, but you absolutely 100% can be. And it is absolutely 100% in your control to do just that. Don't quit. There's no reason to. Not because of the hackers, not because of the weather, not because you're too tired to get out of bed, not because of any of those things or any other reason that you can come up with. Don't quit. Succeed. Succeed in spite of anything that comes in your way. Succeed in spite of the weather. Succeed in spite of how tired you are or how sick you are. Trust me, I've been there. Or how much the hackers are irritating you. Succeed in spite of them and everything else. It's totally possible. You can do it. I love you. We'll talk soon.